I so I have to tell you, I finished the book last night at like eleven thirty, and then I cried myself to sleep. No, <laughs> you cried. Yeah, I okay. wept. Was it? <laughs> I only got teary eyed at one part. I just it was a weird I don't part know. For me to get teary eyed, I think. I think you were just <laughs> thinking of that last line. Welcome to Buckkeep Radio. We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 17, Assassin's Quest, chapters 36 through 41, which is the end of Assassin's Quest. And I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Eli, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. I'm Joey, and I'm a first-time audiobook listener. All right, first up is corrections, omissions, and announcements. All I have is a shout-out to Jamie for the listener mail that can... that. Is basically all about the Live Ship Traders trilogy, so stay tuned because that's what's up next. <laughs> that's what's up. All right, so we finished we finished up Assassin's Quest finally. I feel like it's been a million years because we did this in so many episodes. I don't feel like it. I didn't. I didn't think it felt that long. But when did we know. start? The summer, wasn't it? ah good raider weather Mm. yes i mean yeah that for the whole project we started uh in august it was it was they went up in august so five months ago august september october november yeah we're on month five yeah but this one has taken us we started this in october right Assassin's wow. Quest. Yeah, but I'm just gonna say, like personally, I really needed this to be in five chapter <laughs> chunks because yeah. those other ones, it's like this that one extra chapter makes a really. Or sometimes we had two extra chapters. It was a lot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it we was. were doing like seven in the last book, and it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. All right, so let's get this started then. Uh, chapter 36 is called The Wit and the Sword. The intro reminds us that the Out Islanders have always raided the Six Duchies and that the kings of the Six Duchies are they're actually from the Out Islands themselves. And the current leader of the Out Islanders is a man named Keeble Robred. So Fitz wants to help carve Verity's dragon, but Verity says no. And he and Kettle are doing a really bad job of explaining why he can't help. And Fitz is mad about it. Later, Fitz is skill dreaming again, and he sees Birch and Molly and Nettle get attacked by some of Regal's men. While Birch is injured defending them, Molly runs off and returns with one of her beehives, claiming that she is also witted and she will sick her bees on the remaining aggressors. Molly is really descriptive about what her whip bees will do to these people, so they let them go. But Burge, again, is stabbed in the process. Fitz wakes up because Verity pulls him from the dream to protect them, saying that he still views Nettle as his heir, which is a big problem for Fitz. Meanwhile, the fool is frustrated that he... that. His prophet and catalyst team up have been relegated to side characters in the variety adventures of carving a dragon. <laughs> the fool is living up to his name, chipping away at girl on dragon because he can't help himself. And Verity warns that that dragon is particularly beyond help. Verity sends Fitz on an errand to the stone dragon garden to attempt to wake the dragons there. And he insists that Fitz go immediately. No waiting around for anyone to come back from whatever they're doing. Fitz also asks uh, about killing with the skill, and Verity explains it away, saying that 
uh, quote, draining off another skill is not the same as killing one with a blast of skill, which I thought was at least, at least we got that sentence to explain why some things were ha not happening exactly the way that they'd happened before. Was there was some kind of explanation that they had a choice? Yes, involved? that they would, that they choose, they chose to die <laughs> rather than be drained uh, into a husk. Drained, or... <laughs> yeah. Um, so Fitz uses the skill pillar to travel to the garden and spend the day attempting to wake the dragons with every magic at his disposal, uh, but he's largely unsuccessful. And there he also encounters Regal's guards. They spot him and a chase ensues. Uh, one of the men manages to impale himself on one of the stone dragons, which has an effect. Yeah. Uh, and so while dealing with them, uh, Verity actually comes through the pillars to help Fitz, which is like a big oh no moment. And one of the guards ends up being loyal to Verity, and thus Verity and Fitz return to the quarry. I, I made that super short so we could get through it, but I think the most frustrating thing for me is this. I mean, it's a great chapter, and I love it. We got some action, and you know, we're finally seeing like this dragon, and, and Verity is definitely more of a presence. But the inability to tell Fitz why he can't help is just kind of hilarious. <laughs> I know. They're so evasive about it. Like, just explain it to him. So like we have, you just don't understand. I'm like, I I don't understand. And right? I'm smarter like, than where? Fitz. Where'd you tell me? I mean, did they just not want to explain that like they were going to, you know, like melt away into this dragon because he didn't want to like freak anybody out yet or what? That's how I read it. That's so, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it, sort of what my it seemed like. Yeah, but there was also a little bit of the like what Fitz was feeling earlier. I don't know. It sort of alluded to the fact that it was hard for them to explain with words. So I was wondering if maybe it was like, you know, they're just lost in the skill right now. Right. And they've been feeding the dragon. So they're all just kind of empty anyway, like bad at communicating. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, I don't know. I used to remember how to explain. <laughs> well, you know. is, are they caught in sort of the thing where Fitz was just like fascinated by people's lips moving? And they just like can't, can't explain things like basic concepts to people. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's fair. Like they they themselves are kind of like swimming through the the skill river, essentially trying while this guy is like constantly bothering them. I mean, I do while they're trying to also feel like Fitz is unwilling to understand it a little bit because he just wants Denial. them to be like he just doesn't. It takes him a really long time to believe what they're doing and what it's going to be in the end. Well, I think also there might be a little bit of denial, at least on Verity's part. Yeah, that too. Because he, you know, later on, you know, when he finishes the dragon, he's like, well, it's done and it's not moving. And I'm like, no, you're not done, mm -hmm. guy. What are you doing? <laughs> I did think it was really interesting when the guy impales himself, we finally see something new with the dragons. A little of a, a, a stirring, yeah. That you we know, hadn't seen before. I think that it, it's it's definitely kind of like past time we had some kind of confrontation because they've been running this whole time, and then they get there, and then they kind of just sit around. Yeah, yeah. So you know, somebody should have been catching up to them. There should be some other threat that helps them go faster or threatens the finishing of the project. Yeah, because so. like outside of you know, fit uh, fits getting like skill drunk on the road they really didn't have any other encounters i mean they took out regal's couple few guys really easily so that wasn't anything and then they just camped out 
for a long ass time. I also thought it was a nice, um, a nice touch to put in tag or tig or whatever his real name <laughs> mm-hmm. is, because that connects us, you know, the reader that connects us back to Buckkeep, which we may have kind of forgotten about by now because we've been away so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the fight for? Like, who are we fighting for? Kind of thing. Like, reminder: this guy, we're fighting for him and his family. What is the interesting part about these books? And, like, I mentioned it before how, you know, you can have Fitz going along, like, essentially by himself for so long, but we're still getting sort of the rest of the story. But at a certain point, you do start feeling very disconnected from the whole, like, red shit war and, like, you know, the whole reason that they're that they're on this quest in the first place. So, it yeah, you're right. It is good to have that. Yeah, and I think also we get so many of the big moves in the war through the the, the chapter introductions, you mm-hmm. know, as, as as asides that aren't even like fully, you know, fully described. It's like, oh shit, like there's stuff happening. Like Patience is fighting a whole war. Yeah. That's a whole book right there, and we're not we're mm. not anywhere near it, which is frustrating because I feel like that's an interesting story. But we're just That's like totally in a quarry story. carving yeah. a dragon for like just five chapters. Some, <laughs> some rocks. But even even Fitz is like, this is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is what we came for. Great. Just like stand around and watch this guy hack away at a, at a rock. Cool. <laughs> Which is supposedly going to come alive <laughs> when the he's world. Done. So how long has he been? How long has he been chiseling at this thing now? Like a year. Really? Is it that long? Year, year how long, how long he's like been that, gone? Yeah. yeah. But did, how long ago did he get here, though? I mean, he's been—he was traveling for some of that. I don't think he. Was yeah, but it didn't take that them long. that long to get there. No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a very okay. detailed dragon, Joey. <laughs> you got to get all the big. nooks. All the crannies. Tis large. It's a sh- it's ship size. He's a coming. So I uh, before we move on, I do want to touch on the fool um, and girl on a dragon. So the fool who has never had really any connection to the skill before now suddenly has this very small connection via his fingerprints and his connection to uh, to Fitz. Now can suddenly feel the agony of this unfinished dragon and. Because he's the fool and he's just full of compassion, can't help himself. No, from trying to finish this dragon. Can we talk it, about it, the like terrible names for the dragons? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like girl on a dragon. Girl on a dragon. Yes. It rolls off the tongue. It's there so it is, inside. dragon with dashes. <laughs> girl, part of dragon. <laughs> No, I at first it. thought it was a little unrealistic that the fool was finishing the dragon because I'm like, if I just magically was given a chisel and a rock, I'm like, what what would actually come out of that? But I'm going to assume that we're supposed to think that based on his artistries, making like his puppets and all of that, carving the harp and those skilled fingertips that he's like somehow has it. Well, I th- assume yeah. that like with the skilled fingers, he can like feel what the dragon is supposed to be. Isn't it sort of like, yeah, isn't it like you're brushing, like, dust away from a fossil? Like, it's, like, that so satisfying, like, out I'm not really sculpting it. It's just kind of, I'm moving Emerging. away everything that isn't yeah. part of it. I, I always assumed that, so, Verity had to get the skill on his hands. I assumed that that, uh, that other dragon they saw that was, like, really bad was Verity's first attempt before he got the skill on his hands. <laughs> 
I still like the, want the to one that fits is like that makes me feel disgusted. Like <laughs> shit dragon. I hate it. So I don't know why I hate it, but I hate that so much. His <laughs> skill hands. Like we, we where where did so are we going off of the river in the town was where he got his skill hands and I, like I thought, Fitz yeah. just wasn't able to access it because his skill isn't strong like what or he used up all the skill magic like we but didn't really was get... able to go get skill hands if yeah, yeah. If a non skilled person like swam in that river would they be okay <laughs> and was it really just below out. the water because Fitz drank out of it. Yeah, that's what Fitz I'm saying. Drank it? Like, yeah, this is the same river that he got all the magic on his hands. Theoretically, what? Oh. Yeah, what we're led to believe. Maybe it wasn't the same conditions. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of skill. There's a wormhole <laughs> in a very specific place. Yeah. Or was it know. really just below the surface, and he had to put you have his... to open your third eye, and then and yeah, it's like that scene. In, it's like that scene in the Matrix where he touches the mirror, and he's go, he's like coming out of the Matrix, and then it's like all the the mirror gets on his finger, and then it crawls over his whole body. Yes, it's exactly yep. like that. Yep, I'm <laughs> exactly. going with that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I guess I, I jumped ahead a little bit too to chapter thirty-seven, but uh, that's okay. Let's that. move on. Um, So chapter 37 is called Feeding the Dragons. The intro tells us that in that final summer, the red ships were able to sail up the Buck and Vin Rivers to attack the inland duchies, whose defenses had been deployed to the mountain borders by Regal. So they were all defenseless and got real fucked real fast. Um, So arriving back at the quarry to Night Eyes... to Night Eyes, happily celebrating his ability to communicate with Ketrickin, <laughs> because it was Night Eyes that convinced Ketrickin to send help for Fitz. Uh, Fitz immediately sees that Kettle now has silver arms and realizes that Verity sent Fitz to the garden only to occupy him and keep him away from such a tempting excursion. Verity asks about the stone dragon stirring, and Fitz relays that a man had been impaled on the boar tusks. And this appears to be a key revelation in waking the dragon, but Fitz doesn't really get it. <laughs> The fool is still chipping away at girl on a dragon, and Fitz isn't being allowed to help Verity. Verity again tries to explain the toll of making a dragon, and then Kettle chooses this time to try to tell Fitz (laughs) that his mother did love him, which I just thought this is absolutely not the time, but okay. Right. Um, And that his memories of Molly are just largely romanticized and that he needs to move (laughs) on. Agreed. The group... (laughs) (laughs) The group waits around, anxious that Regal's men could arrive and attack at any moment, but also with the waiting for Verity's dragon to be complete. And at last, it is. Uh, But the dragon remains a stone dragon, and Verity realizes what he must do. So while thinking about what horrors could happen if Regal gets his hands on Verity's dragon, uh, it seems like Verity has come to a a crucial decision. Ah, that's such a... (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. So yeah, I guess if a guy... So they talk about feeding the dragon's life because they hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I guess that means killing a guy like on an altar. I It seems weird. Seems so, inefficient. They just sacrifice. need a little... A light life snack. They just need a little... Just a to little get the nibble. car started. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't seem to... I mean, jumping ahead to, you know, the later chapter... He doesn't seem like he needs that much blood to wake them. No, 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 not at all. 
So it just, you know, coincidentally it was like, here's an impaled guy on your test. But <laughs> Well, I think it was also because Fitz was climbing over him at the same time. So like he was probably skilling and then there was the blood, but then like the wit part wasn't really happening. So it was like two out of three. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, you know, let's talk. I, I mean, more and more as these dragons are described, they are monsters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> the one's like a fucking flying pig, isn't it? Like, <laughs> well, not just the, what they look like, but the fact that it's like in order oh, to. Oh, they eat life, yeah. Yeah, they eat life. They're horrible. Like, people, like, I, I don't know. I know that they're supposed to be the savior and we're supposed to be like feeling some kind of relief, but to me, it's also kind of like we're going to unleash that that well they're a savior depending on who gets control of them right they're a savior to the people who they're helping and not so much to other people as we'll get yeah through. right so what can these what can they do i mean do they do they i don't remember do they can they breathe fire <laughs> what kind of circus no. tricks can they do yeah what no kind of but they do they, that? <laughs> no but later on we see that they can make you go poof <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they can just poof you. It's not really like important. fire. It's like invisible fire. <laughs> you did. As they as they absorb your life essence in your very body in one swift second, you just poof. Is this sort of like uh this is sort of like um the uh ghosts the 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 I forget the name, the men in the men of the mountain in uh, Lord of the Rings? Oh. The scrubbing, the scrubbing bubbles. bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like that's too that's too fucking easy though. Like you had to I mean, you had to you had to put a king in there. It is very much like scrubbing bubbles, but only if sorry, this is our shorthand for the <laughs> the men of the the mountain. Uh if only if you fed them every all the every like the fellowship like they had to eat the fellowship in order to succeed like that that was a choice right I'm, I, I can't contribute to this conversation no. at all <laughs> no, what Lord of the Rings people I've seen it many uh. times I'm just confused uh. <laughs> well because it was like that was their you know deus ex machina that was their like thing that helped them right. but they really got it was like a get out of jail free card like it didn't hurt them they just got a benefit whereas the stone dragons are like they help you but you have to pay a huge toll in order for their help to get their help king's king's life yeah poor verity Oh, but before he dies, uh, he has one last night of passion. Oh, did does it be me? And thanks mm -hmm. for not doing this one, guys. I'm really glad I got it. I really mm -hmm. wanted to do it. So. <laughs> Chapter 38 is called Beardy's Bargain, a.k.a. Sexy Times. The intro reflects upon the fact that minstrel songs are often embellished. Um, and just to quote it, it says, If a minstrel must embroider the truth to help us recall it fully, then let her and let no one say she has lied. Truth is often much larger than facts. So, <laughs> hold on to your butts. Um, things at camp are very somber. Everyone basically is resolved to the fact that they're going to die. Fitz takes water to Verity and they get to talking. Verity says that Fitz can help, but that he won't like it. Hmm. Verity mm -hmm. says that because he has no life nor passions left to give to his dragon, he will need all the life and energy from Fitz's, or not all of it, but 
I'll need life and energy from Fitz's body to, quote, kindle one more night of feelings, unquote. That's right, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, it's sex swap time. But first, a bargainer, Fitz asks to see Molly, Nettle, and Burrich once more. We scale on over to a room at an inn where Molly and Nettle and Burrich are recovering from their encounter with the bad guys. Burrich is hurt, but he's easily patched up. He refers to Nettle as his baby. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. Jig is up, bitches. Jig is up. He thinks um, they're kind of like thinking through ways to keep Molly and Nettle safe. And he suggests maybe calling on Shade or lying in front of the witness stones, which Molly is like, no, you can't do that. Molly's not having any of it. Um, and then she just pulls into that like strong, let's stop fucking around with all this shit. Like, let's just put it out there kind of a lady move and she's like just tell me like do you love me and he says that he does duh and so they smooch they decide Ah. to get married and then they get it on and she says it really creepily of like we won't be lying (laughs) to the witness stones if you put a baby in me it was really weird but (laughs) i'm glad that they're happy together and that they found like a new life whatevs (laughs) nettle has two parents cool um fitz is crushed fair and also legit while i was typing this section and fitz was seeing this i was listening to the dirty dancing soundtrack and she's like the wind was playing (laughs) and it was just like so perfect i loved it um so he's done with his skilling verity is like bummer dude sorry and then it's sex swap time so Verity and Fitz play body tradesies so that Verity can bone his wife, the queen. And it's really weird. Night Eyes is super not down with it. I have a lot of questions. Um, I get that he needs to have some passion and some memories that he could put in this dragon and that he wants to put an heir to the throne in his wife's body. But, like, what's the science behind all of this? Because if you sex swap, you're body swapping... Whose sperm is being used? Just think on that, and then we can okay. we can get back to it at the end of the section. I have an answer yes. for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> while Fitz's skill... <laughs> I can't even help it. The whole thing is just like, what? And I... Yeah, it's fine. Um, while Fitz has skill hands because he's in Verity's body, he touches a dragon, and he tries to get rid of all of his painful memories. His mother, Molly, being tortured in the dungeons, etc., um, he's really ready to just like let loose and pass all these memories away. And night is basically has to tear him away to get him to stop. Um, kettle chastises him for putting his memories in the wrong dragon, which is just the same old kettle. Um, <laughs> after the body swap Fitz is really bummed. Um, it's just, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of trauma. It's just like a lot going on. And so he goes to be alone and then Starling comes over and she offers him casual sex as a way yeah. to ignore his pain. And so they bone, I'm concerned about Fitz's body and how much boning of people has been happening in such a small period of time. I'm hoping that he's bathing and all that, but you know, like whatevs. So they have sexy times. They wake up after a nice little cat nap. Starling cracks a joke about the only song that she's ever going to write about Fitz is going to be a love song. And then they're being summoned back to camp so that they can do the thing. Jesus. Yeah. So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's start with your question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that is definitely Fitz's sperm. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, it, it is definitely so Fitz's sperm. It's definitely so really, Fitz's like, kid. this isn't an No, it's his, it's his so, fucking dick. It's his sperm. So, 
Right. And when Ketrickin is described as seeing Verity's face and stuff in the tent, I Ketrickin is not a stupid woman. <laughs> I think that that's like a like metaphorical. Oh, like, for sure. Like she understood what was happening the same as more so than Fitz, apparently, <laughs> uh, which we could get to in a second. But, but you know, like, Ketty and Fitz always had like a little like a little connection. So she might have just right, been no, like, she- let's do this. Like she got to live out of fantasy for this a is no this is Fitz's mm. kink because clearly Molly <laughs> fucked Night Eyes in Fitz's body and now oh, Verity is that. fucking Ketrickin in Fitz's body. That's what he's into. So Nettle is Night Eyes's <laughs> child. <laughs> yes, it could be. Oh, all right. I have questions. All right. Uh, well, she's definitely going to have the wit. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> Knowing that, like, this is all, like, and they did this all in front of Starlings, and then they're, like, you know, They did all of this real cash, like, nothing to see here, anyway. (laughs) Like, the whole camp is, like, watching them body swap for sex. It's not normal. (laughs) And Starling was like, yeah, I'm I'm into this. Was that what happened? No. No, 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 no. Okay. She came over and was like, you've been through this pain. Remember that time I told you that we could just, like, sometimes you need to forget things? And she's basically, let's just fuck and, like, have some fun. And maybe let's it'll make it feel out. better. Let's fuck it out. Let's just fuck it out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which I'm not mad at. No. I'm, I am a little concerned at how closely he's had sex with two he different women electro- in the same camp. Like, <laughs> he needs some electrolytes. Like, wow. All right. <laughs> he's really hustling. Well, and also, because Verity's like, I am very sure that Ketrickin is pregnant. And I'm like, how... <laughs> Immediately, I know how sure I got her you? pregnant. What did you do in the tent? Um, well, it was like no. two years worth of jizz in there, so it was probably like <laughs> oh, seal no. the deal. Okay, okay, okay. So, so again, all of these people know what's happening. Ketrickin knows that like Verity is using Fitz's body. Yes, there's probably some sort of latent attraction between Ketrickin and Fitz. Therefore, it is not hard to accept. <laughs> That your husband is in the hot guy's body um, to do that work. But also she loves Verity and she's desperate for an heir. <laughs> and all I'll of do this happening. for Verity. I think Verity's motivation isn't so much. I mean, I think a little bit of it was I'm going to do this for Fitz because I don't want to have to take Fitz's daughter. But I think more of it was I can't finish my dragon. I need one more real good memory. Yeah. No, that's and, definitely what it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he wanted it to be a good memory, which means he needed to be able to use his hands and his face. So he didn't <laughs> his face. <laughs> what what happened in there? His face. <laughs> and then, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Therefore, he wanted to make it real good, so he used a different body. I think also, like he had put so much of himself into the dragon that maybe he just didn't like have the passion anymore and was like kind of borrowing Fitz's passion a little bit. He needed that and, animal and like, in- he needed that animal instinct. Yeah, and like yeah. <laughs> I think Verity was probably physically incapable of procreating. Yes. Poison. He's like a I shell think- of a he's like like an exoskeleton at this point. Like there's nothing left. Yeah, of him. but and we've com- we've compared the scale to like nuclear energy before. So he this is a sick man. <laughs> but let's get to the real questions. Do we think that Fitz truly understood what Verity was asking? No. 
No. Fitz thought he was going to get killed, and then he's like, no, dude, yeah. I just need to go have sex it's, with it's my wife with It's even sort of written body. that way until, like, that last little bit he says about it, him needing the passion or whatever. Yeah, it was more like, I'm going to feed you to my dragon. And so Fitz is like, well, let me just have one more one more vision of Molly. And Meta. yeah, and then Mary's like, oh, no, I just need your body to go and, like... I just need need to prostitute yourself. (laughs) I just need your ample body. Your ample male body. And then when he comes back to his own body, he could like smell Ketrika on himself. I know. And that was really, I just. Why? Why did we need, I mean, that wasn't necessary. It wasn't. I'm like, where was her thought process in writing all of this? (laughs) I think it was really necessary because he, to does say he get that established he could smell her on him? Fit, well, Fitz is a wolf. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. You don't need to be a wolf to smell somebody after sex, okay? <laughs> but it's it's more. It's like she's very discreet. Like how those do things, things feel? That he how would do notice. things? Yeah, those are the things that he would <laughs> notice. He necessarily, like he's he feels the outrage of it for a second, but then kind of puts that away. But he is because he's like, like that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Sensory, not feelings, are what Fitz allows himself. Well, he'd also just poured moment. all of his pain and trauma into Girl and the Dragon, so that was also and was That's immediately like, replaced with new trauma. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> let me cover all this up with some starling smell. Well, then again, that's also what May could have put into his motivation. Like, one, he had just seen Molly give herself to Burridge. Oh, that sucked for him. And his body had been taken by very... Everybody was boning but him. a lot right? happening like, for him. Yeah. A lot of confused There's feelings. a lot happening for me. I can see why he made that, that <laughs> choice. I can see why he made that choice in that moment. Oh, yeah. I totally get that. It's just... A lot. Like, no no judgment, Fitz. I just, I can't not think of Ghost, where, like, Demi and Whoopi are getting it on, and, like, <laughs> Swayze is, like, all up in Whoopi's body, you know? Because that's what happened, to be clear. Oh, my God. Just saying, I just, that's where my mind went, that's all. It's been, like, 20 years since I've seen that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, is there anything else... Uh, so, thanks. like, sexy times aside, and we know that there's, like, this physical aspect to the skill. You can have, like, the skill river or whatever on your body. You can have skill on you, right? But there's this aspect to it that's not physical at all. And same with the wit, where he was he switched bodies into Verity, but he still had, like, maybe he had Verity's skill. I don't... I don't know if that makes sense, but he was definitely still communicating with night eyes n- with night eyes, mm-hmm. which is weird. As, as oh normal. yeah, that is weird. Well, it's not a biological magic. Clearly, it's a soul magic. Soul it's a soul magic. magic. It's a yeah. soul magic. It's a soul magic. A lot of soul magic that- going on. <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out that there were a lot of romance tropes, especially in this chapter. Although there are romance tropes all over, um, we have uh, the inn. After, the, like, the cozy in romance scene, which is, like, tried and true in romance. And also, the indicator that sex is coming, people take baths. <laughs> oh, my God. So, That's kind of nice. Saying. I was going to say, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's, you know. Whenever you have, like, two people who might bone and they both take baths, like, conspicuously in the narrative, it's usually it's usually a sign. So what do we think about Molly marrying Burridge? I'm 
I I like it. Fine. I think it makes that's... sense. I feel like they've both think that they lost fifths and it's natural that they bonded after that and Birch is a stand up guy. Yeah, he's got a drinking problem, but I feel <laughs> like he's he's gonna keep that in check. Let's skim. Yeah. But yeah, Let's, I mean I see no baby. reason why they shouldn't get to be happy in life, you know? I mean I think it's a solid choice for her considering much more stable. Yeah. It's, 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 a, a, it's practice... a much better choice for her. <laughs> did and she her do kids. it at did she do it out of passion or out of practicality though? I but think she... it started off as like a practicality thing and then it turned into passion and love. But I think that's learn to for a lot of relationships. So yeah. Also, Burrich an alcoholic. Her father's an alcoholic. Basically, in love with her dad. Then I think she did check in. She did check in. Are you still in love with patients? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. She, you know, she she laid it out. She didn't force them into anything. She was honest. She did all the right things that she didn't do with Fitz in terms of like seeing that her that she understood and like that they both understood what kind of emotional like relationship that they were in no i mean i like I, this molly i like the whitby's molly it's just she's Whitby's still molly she's still not a part of the story <laughs> but i i i don't dislike her as a character in this in these scenes that was actually yeah. no that was probably one of her finer moments it was and like if this is the only trilogy you read then like they they end up okay Wait, what? Why are you giving shit away about the other books, Rachel? <laughs> if this know, is where I'm you stop, Rachel. everybody that's lives happily I mean. ever after. That's if you don't, I mean. everybody Spoilers. fucking dies. That's not what I mean. I mean that if it's an end, like this is the end of a trilogy, okay? You can't leave everything on a cliffhanger. Therefore, as far as you know, like it's called happy for now. <laughs> Tetrican's okay. Like Molly and Burrich are okay. Shade is okay. Like there are many characters that. Thanks. That Fitz saved at the end of this arc. Fitz has been smashed into the ground. (laughs) But he's still alive. He's the catalyst. That's his job. He died in the last book, so he's doing better this time. That's true. (laughs) Shall we move on to chapter... What are we on? 39. 39. 39 is called Verity's Dragon. The intro talks about how ill-prepared Tradeford was for the red ship attacks. They base their estimation on the on the red chips on the idea that they had the same desire for prosperity and plenty that they themselves felt, and that was a big mistake. Um, <laughs> which also would have been an interesting thing to read about. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh no, it's going to be fine. The archers will take them out. It's not going to be a big deal." And it was like, "Oh no." Um, so. The dragon is finished, and Verity and Kettle are saying their goodbyes. Verity tells Starling to care for Ketrickin and to make sure no one ever doubts that the child she carries is his. Mm. Very nice. Um, so that goes back to the uh, minstrels uh, embellishing the truth <laughs> intro mm-hmm. from before. Um, <laughs> so Ketrickin <laughs> and Starling are to ride on the dragon back to Buckkeep, but Fitz decides to stay behind. His excuse is Night Eyes, because Night Eyes doesn't want to go on a dragon, but also he has no plans to go back to Buck <laughs> as of that moment. Um, no sidecar for Night Eyes. <laughs> oh, now we're going to go back to that. <laughs> sidecar. It's an inside joke from the from the Game of Thrones podcast where we wanted a sidecar yeah. for Ghost. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway... 
He also doesn't want Birch or Molly to know that he lives, and Ketrigan tells him that in this he has been sacrificed, which is uh, a great compliment from her. Um, the fool decides he's staying as well because the White Prophet will stay with the Catalyst, also Girl on a Dragon. Um, before he goes, Verity gives Fitz his sword and tells him to take better care of it than he did and take better care of himself than he did. He also says that despite all he's done to Fitz, he loves him. Which is, that's the part that made me cry. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, both Kettle and Verity go into the dragon and then the dragon comes to life, Verity looking out through his eyes. Verity as dragon, very creative name, takes off with Ketrigan and Starling on his back. Um, Fitz finds the fool by Girl on a Dragon. He's changed color again, now pale gold with a tawny edge to his hair and his eyes a pale topaz. And I'm like, who the hell describes people this way? <laughs> Fitz does. Oh, Fitz. Um, the fool says he was hoping he he was hoping, but he cannot put his whole self into the dragon to make her fly. So he's kind of bummed about that. So Fitz decides he's going to go get the jet and start packing. And while he's gone, Burl shows up and attacks the fool. So the fool climbs up uh, behind the girl on Girl on the Dragon. And between <laughs> Fitz and Night Eyes, they manage to finally kill Burl. His life melts into the dragon and finally ma- manages to bring her to life. And she soars off into the air with the fool clinging on. Um, Will at this point has shown up too, but he's more regal than Will. Fitz tells him that he's won because Verity's dragon is already off to save the day. But Regal tells him that... Uh, that means all he has to care about is killing him, and that he has more than one coterie. He claims he has three. Uh, Regal is also using Will's skill really carelessly, because he doesn't really care what happens to Will. And he's also convinced that the new drag- the new coteries will shape dragons of their own, and they will be loyal to him. All he really wanted was the quarry. And Fitz, of course, has another revelation that, like, oh no, I've been stupid, which, you know, gotta have one more. <laughs> um, so more soldiers are coming, but... Uh, the fool shows up on Girl on the Dragon to help out. So the fool and Girl on the Dragon are, like, killing everybody and making them go poof. Regal flees Will for a moment. While this is happening, Will manages to escape through the pillar to the stone garden. Fitz and Night Eyes follow. So Fitz has taken Night Eyes through the skill pillar. Night Eyes is not a fan. Um, Fitz and Night Eyes face off against Will and a bunch of pharaoh soldiers. Girl on the Dragon also shows up and helps there as well. In killing all the soldiers, Fitz and Nidas discover that blood plus the wit wakes a stone dragon. Thank you, Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, where was I? Um, so they start waking them all one by one, causing chaos, and then they send the pack of hungry dragons off with the fool to help Verity. The elderlings have risen to Buck's defense, just as Verity said they would. I like when he finds uh, King Wisdom, yeah. because he's like, Oh, I'm oh, yeah. hungry. And he's like, well, you want to go kill some red ships? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah this poor guy. Wake up. That's the moment where, like, like, in that stone garden when they're waking all of them up, that's the moment where you're like, oh, this is bad. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, like, mm-hmm. all these crazy, hungry, living stone dragons are, like, let's just go kill everybody and like how do you know that you are the one that they're gonna like listen to exclusively for control like i do like that night eyes is just like we are a pack you will all listen to me yeah he's like hey we're friends okay me and you we're friends (laughs) i like how he has the zoomies throughout like all of yeah he's just like running around as fast as he can i know when they're fighting the soldiers he's 
Pitts is just like, wow, he's fast. So fast. <laughs> so, how the fuck was Nada able to teleport with them? So, he was touching Fitz yes. when they went in through the pillar. So, if you're holding on to someone else, you can you can go through the pillar with them. Nine and three. But, quarters. but your mind is where he couldn't do that, and now apparently we can. No, he didn't know that he could. They didn't know if you okay. could. Yeah, they didn't want to risk it, but at that it, that was like an accident. But obviously, like if you had gone through, and the person that we, that you were going through with that had the skill didn't shelter your mind skill hug you know trademark <laughs> skill hug. then you'd probably come out the other end putting brain yeah well, i mean that is Ew. was a little fucked up from going through the skill pillar so yeah right they were like yeah like night eyes is like poison sick bad <laughs> and Fitz is like lie still you will be fine <laughs> lie still except oh shit we're surrounded maybe yeah. figure that out really quickly this is also the chapter where Fitz realizes he can uh, push skill strength onto Night Eyes to like give him extra energy. So, girl on a dragon seems like kind of a terrible person. I don't want to be friends with. <laughs> why salt? Can't figure out why. I mean, you know how like the fool's like she reminds me of my older sister. I'm like, was your older sister a horrible? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, what? What about the? <laughs> Literally, what about this person? Is well, didn't he say that his sister used to spoil him, and that's what he was reminded of her. I mean, I don't, I don't think we get the details of why he likes her. But wait, let's wait, let's recap. Let's recap. Girl on a dragon. Like she, what was her backstory? She was super vain, and so she uh, wanted her. To she wanted keep to preserve her, her, her form. physical yes. appearance. Yeah, right, yes. right. So she was. They were part of Salt's coterie, and when they were all melting into the dragon, she decided she was going to melt into a part of a dragon that looked like her, I'm so on, that she could remain herself. I'm make myself look like me. And so then now she's yeah, it's, used to her. It's dragon. sad when when he describes them coming to life, and he's like, "She was just as you know, much part of like she's just." The stone, just an for, appendage, yeah, like a tail. Yeah, it's just a weird part of it, and she and doesn't so really have expression. Out of, yeah, so her she doesn't have her expression on her face doesn't ever change. I'm like, it's like the ear on the rat, which is weird because I feel like the dragon expressions sort of do like well, they I have think, expression, but that's not the dragon's face. Yeah. That's yeah. just the, some yeah. random. That's just the she's not, she's not only in so the person. <laughs> that's what she tried to do, but I think that when you make it, you can only make it one thing. Like right. when they finally made it yeah. rise, it was just one dragon. Unless you are, unless your dragon dragons. is a hydra or something. Like, so did it's you an think, abomination on a dragon? Did she think that like she was going to be able to, to to detach from the dragon? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it sounded like she Maybe. just wanted to be herself, but immortal you on a dragon. Just make a centaur dragon. You should have made a centaur <laughs> that dragon, been cool. and then you could have been the front. Get creative. I mean, really, here's your opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Your dragon can be anything that you can think of, but you have to think about the it feet, really hard. The feet of a of a caterpillar and the face of a <laughs> millipede dragon. Man. Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I would absolutely make a giant fucking worm dragon. Yeah, they, you would. They'd all be like, they'd all be flying to Buckkeep, and I'd be like, I'll get there eventually. Like, does it fly <laughs> though? I mean, how is it humped my way down? That's a good question. How do they, they all fly? 
They all yeah, have. They wings. all have wings. I think that's. But a, like, I think the, that's a, a signature characteristic of these elderling dragons is that they all fly. Are they operating yeah. physically as wings? Is that how they? Or are they just levitating? No, they have wings. No, no, they flap. They but they're fucking. St- I'm sorry. No, 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 no. they're all flapping. That they. It was so loud. It hurt their ears. So that's like some. That's some deep shit. Because like that's that's stone that we're lifting with. But stone. they're not stone. It's not really so stone. Right it right doesn't now. move. It like you can't. It's animated. Okay. It's Never like mind. gargoyles, Joey. Just it's like too gargoyles. Hard about it. Sorry. Like Sorry. <laughs> so I get this lecture whenever we talk about They're Star alive. Wars too. So don't apply <laughs> science to fantasy. True. So um, I had this thought, um, just reading through this section. King Wisdom, he made his own dragon, but didn't he rouse the elderlings? Right. So. Yes, did, he he was a verity of his time. So did he have the wit, or did he have his own pits? I think he had a coterie. No, but yeah. how did he rouse no, the other he dragons? woke up the other dragons. Yeah, so he would have had, somebody had to have the wit. That's a good point. But maybe back then the wit wasn't bad. Everybody had the wit. Because, remember, like, the old blood didn't used to be, like, persecuted. Yeah. But you're right, he, I mean, he could have had the wit himself. That we we could revisit that maybe when we're reading the the other book. I don't know how. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how far wisdom is from that. Um. Okay, let's move on because I want to get through all of this. Uh, chapter forty. Say it as if there's like a clock and we're going to get cut off. (laughs) I am watching a clock actually. Uh, All right. Uh, Chapter forty is called Regal. Um. The intro is only this sentence: "The catalyst comes to change all things." Ominous. So Fitz and Eyes are left in the destroyed camp in the garden, and so while they're deciding what and where they will go and do now, and not wanting to stay the night in the camp, Fitz and Eyes discuss their options. Uh, while they're doing that, they come upon Will, who's nearly dead, and he's trying to crawl back to the skill stone. He's missing a leg. He's, he's Yo, not Will went for this out world. real sad. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Felt bad don't for him. feel um, bad for him, but also yes. Don't. Fitz uses Will, whose own defenses are obviously not existent, to skill directly into Regal. Um, and for the record, Night Eyes and Will both would rather Fitz had just killed him, <laughs> but Fitz has other plans because he needs them for Regal. So Fitz easily skills directly into Regal and fully knows his depravities and his sad, immature fears. And with Night Eyes' help, uh, they harass him with the wit uh, just for a little bit before, but before Will dies, Fitz has to make a choice about what to do to Regal. And so he skills and it's kind of left a mystery as to what he does. Afterwards, we learn that Fitz and Night Eyes revert to their kind of original partnered existence in the wilderness that Fitz is able to keep an eye. Joey's writing something while I'm reading this. Thanks. Uh, Fitz is able to keep an eye on the Sorry. goings-on via skill dreams of Verity, so he sees Ketrickin and Verity's return to Buckkeep. He sees how Patience demands that Verity as dragon rid Buckkeep Town of the Red Ships. Uh, and the summer that follows of the dragons kind of going up and down the coast, and the fool and the girl on the dragon are with them, uh, kind of fighting. And they're harrying Red Ships all the way from the coast and even from where they had gone inland into Pharaoh. Eventually, Regal and his entourage go to Buckkeep, to return the crowns and bring aid to Ketrickin. Uh, they, you know, Regal swears his allegiance. He writes all of his wrongs. And it's a very nice and bittersweet ending to Ketrickin's struggle since she now has no king beside her. And this is when we find out that Fitz has skilled Regal 
to have into how ha- he has a fanatical loyalty for Ketrakan, much like Galen had for uh, uh, chivalry. So take that, Regal. But here is the best part. Hell's fucking to the yes. (laughs) (laughs) Regal doesn't end up living a long and happy life. Um, He instead he dies in a bizarre circumstance at Buckkeep that has people still to this day talking about how he was attacked by a rat uh, and that he had found bloody footprints all around his body. And and afterwards, Shade was rarely seen without his new pet ferret. Small, Small ferret, ferret. The real hero. That made story. up, like, so I had a, I had some Shit. unanswered questions, but that made up for everything. I'm like, really? We're just, like, <laughs> nipping this all at the very end in one chapter? And then I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. We're good. That's some good. questions about small ferrets. So, like, Regal was talking about a rat in his rooms, like, before. Yeah. So, like, yeah. how long was small ferret running around his room? He was biding his time. He was like, like waiting till his defenses were down. <laughs> like, like, why did he shit? That's so his legacy long. is getting killed by that thing. That's <laughs> that's pathetic. Also, so Regal was having fits. Does that mean that he was mm-hmm. poisoned by all of Fitz's? He had to have been right. Poisons. I think he was. He put on the gloves and the scarf and oh, everything. Oh, I didn't, else yeah. I didn't even catch that. that. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that was my next point. Yeah, isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic that Fitz no longer seems to be plagued by those things? And Regal, <laughs> yeah. was it the the dead root or whatever he was? Because he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is exactly what Regal poisoned me yep. with. Um, there's so much. There's so much that was like in the details and like happening in this chapter. But I did think it was really interesting where we saw that Regal actually did not really have much of any skill power and that he was really just using completely will and the coterie for it. And Mm -hmm. Fitz has gotten pretty good at the skill, not using the elf bark. Well, he hasn't been using elf bark. Yeah. Shit. What's it called? Elf Elf bark. Elf bark. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how much better he gets when he was so like stunted and and terrible at it at the beginning because of all that had been done to him, like he, the he swatted aside the, the elf uh, three shitty coteries, like they were nothing. general suck. Yeah, uh, I love patience. Being like, God damn it, you're late. Go get those red <laughs> ships know. out of my harbor. Yeah. <laughs> I love patience. <laughs> Like, oh, there's a dragon here. I don't care. I, I, <laughs> Very, yes. That's fine. <laughs> not surprised, not scared. Get out. Go do your job. I did for a minute think, cool. kind of jumping back to Regal, when he thinks that Fitz is going to skill blast him and kill him, and he's like, oh, it'll burn all of the skill out of you, and then we're kind of left at a cliffhanger of, like, what did Fitz actually do mm. with mm-hmm. him? But I was kind of really okay with the idea that Fitz would be skill burned and just, like, not have the skill anymore. I felt well, but then he would have still had to have murdered his own uncle. Yeah, and I that I think that goes back to the conversation he had with Verity, where it was just like, "Is that what you want to do? You want to like be a kinslayer? Right. That's what." Yeah, you know? that's fine. Yeah, no, it's kind of where I'm <laughs> at with it. I'm like, it's cool. Not? It's he's murdered I plenty mean, of really, other people. Though. Like, what does it matter if this guy's blood? Blood can suck. Yeah, we don't get to choose it. our family. Murder him. Whatever. Fuck Regal, man. But I think from, you know, at this point, in Fitz's point of view, Catrickin is returning. She's going to be queen. She has an heir and she has a whole bunch of fucking dragons. Like, 
you know, she Targaryened it. Like, is she really, is who's going to, who's going to go against her? She's secure. It works better in her favor to have Regal support her than to disappear. For sure. I mean, I think it's sort of the ultimate, like, payback, really. Yeah. I just kind of like the idea of maybe Fitz not having the skill anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe Mad Eyes would certainly have liked that. (laughs) Maybe Fitz would have too. I think Fitz definitely, if he had been burned out, I don't know because it's it's. I guess that's different than being blocked like Kettle was because Kettle still felt the pull. She just couldn't access it. So that's kind of torture too. Well, but Verity like burned himself out, but Kettle was able to open him up again. So I don't think it's ever gone completely. Yeah, so it's like, it's not a cure, really. No. Poor Fitz. Which is interesting, because it kind of reminds me of, like, the the memories, too. Like, he puts all these memories into the dragon, but, like, he can still, he still knows what they are. They just don't hurt him the same way. Yeah, that's a good point. So I like that Shade has a new pet. Yeah, he needed a friend. And Slink's successor. How do you think he like came up? He like probably came in there and was like, "Oh fuck, somebody killed Regal." And there's like a ferret that's like dancing <laughs> around. He's just like, "All right, cool." Eating his my new best friend. It's not like he can talk to the <laughs> ferret, so he was just kind of like, "I will adopt this ferret as my new pet. <laughs> it's my favorite thing." Do you think Ketri can sometimes hear small ferret being like, "I did my task. I did my task. I killed. I killed the what is he called? Old blood hater." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Nice job, <laughs> good ferret." I love that ferret shade. He just fills me with such glee. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure—is this the chapter where we find out that yeah, Regal came offering uh, the fool title lands, yeah, money? Mm. Devious, but that the fool disappeared. That is the next section. Section. So, who did the last one? I did. Take us away. The not epilogue. Chapter 41, the non epilogue, is called The Scribe. Um, The intro is Fitz explaining the cyclical nature nature of revenge between the Out Islands and the Six Duchies. He says that King Wisdom and getting the help of the Elderlings accidentally forged the Out Islanders with the dragons flying overhead so often. The red ships were an eventual response to that. I feel like it took a really long time. Uh, wanting to do to the six duchies folk what was done to them. When the elderlings came this time, they and they did uh, they did drive to shore one white ship in which they found great shining blocks of black stone, which presumably carried the lives and feelings of the six duchies folk. And then in sending the fight back to the out islands, the dragons flying overhead again, they ended up forging more out islander people in the process. So Fitz kind of ponders about whether or not that like vengeful spirit will grow again and they'll come back and do the same thing all over again. Hopefully Um, all this is very well documented for the book. Yes. So Fitz (laughs) then is like, well, I've written too much. I can't have this, which is idiotic. And so (laughs) he takes the paper and he throws it in the fire as you do. Um, Hap is not a fan of that. He's like, do you have any idea how much good vellum costs? Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the rest of the chapter sort of explains the situation of the Fitz who has been writing our intros all along. He is holed up in a cabin just outside a forge. 
great place to settle. Um, Night Eyes yeah. is getting fat, lounging by the fire. Uh, the boy who lives with him is named Hap, a.k.a. Miss Hap. I'd forgotten that was his actual name. Um, oh. <laughs> he's a gift from Starling. When she brings him to him, he has a momentary panic that maybe this is their child together, but it's not. Um, she's just He's just some child she found and thought would be good for Fitz, who she like thinks is a hermit and needs to get out more. Uh, Starling comes by from time to time and brings him news. Patience is ruling at Tradeford. Good for her. To the Botanical Gardens. Um, Burge and Molly are well and have a son named Chivalry, besides Nettle and another one on the way. Molly has her chandlery, and Burge is breeding horses again. Ketrickin has a son she named Dutiful. Uh, Shade is her honored advisor and perhaps enjoying the company of young women too much. Uh, he hasn't sought fits out, but they sort of communicate through, like, supplies that he sends with Starling, and he sends him, like, bits of old scrolls, and Fitz sometimes sends things back. Uh, what happened to the fool is a mystery, because he didn't take Regal's lands and titles, he just disappeared, but Fitz says he will always miss him. Um, in the six years it takes him to return to Buck, Fitz spent a year in the mountains, a year with Black Rolf learning about the whip. Uh, they did try and set him up with that girl again, but it didn't work <laughs> out, she wasn't a fan. Uh, and they decided they liked their own company better, so they... Uh, trek out to the near islands and south to Chalced and even beyond Bingtown and they've walked the banks of the Rain River and then finally he settled down in Buck again. Um, so Fitzil sometimes reaches out with skill which is only because no one ever reaches back and he's also taken to drinking elf bark tea again which why? Okay. why? Uh, <laughs> he also mentions that he and I dream of carving their dragon. Uh I love that, you know, like, Fitz kind of gets what he wants. You know, he gets to go on his adventures and see, like, and live the life that, like, the traveling scribe would have lived, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if that's, if he had been allowed to do that. So that's nice. He gets his simple life at the end, too. Yeah, yeah his simple life. Uh, he gets to, to sort of raise a child. <laughs> a <mishap>. which. <laughs> Uh, you know, which is nice. And I have a lot of questions that are, that kind of come up from this, most of which are like, okay, so if the, if the blocks of stone in the white ships had been shaped like any kind of thing alive, would they have quickened? I don't know. I don't know or if they had enough Are they just, them. are they just living blocks of stone that like, if they had legs would walk around, but they just can't. I don't know that they had enough in oh. them. They had like hundreds and hundreds yeah, of people in them. Like half people. the population of the six duchies. I have further questions. But they didn't have are the blood the, the, <laughs> What about like the road and the stones and all of the other things that do things? Are they, you know, did people have to die to make that shit? Are they people? <laughs> I agree with you. I put that down on the in my further questions. Uh so okay, let me get this straight. So you got these you got these dragons running around to the 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 uh, the raiders, right? And, and there are they. Is that what's happening? They're forging them. Is that what the reverse fire is? They're just like it's Dementor, yeah. like soul suck. Is that what's going well, on? Well, so they can absorb the they can absorb the person into themselves, right? That's how they like eat. But then anything that gets too close. Uh, like the people that they fly over, that's why they have this momentary loss of memory because they're kind of being like mini forged. Which is also why it explains why there's no like good depictions of dragons. Right. Exactly. That's horrible. 
Yeah, the whole thing is really fucked. Why wasn't, like, Fitz was pretty fucking close to Verity's dragon, I guess because it hadn't been quickened yet. I guess so. It was still technically safe. But, like, Ketrakan and Starling rode on the back of the dragon. I know. How does that work? They were okay. They were okay. They They were above the dragon, so it's fine. Yeah, maybe it's like, yeah, an above-below situation. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch the That's horrible. That's horrible. These things need to stop. They need to not do this. Well, again, they say that. It's like, okay, well, you've just, it's a cycle. It's like you forged us, so then they came back, we forged you, and now they've forged us, and now we forged them. Are they going to come back? I mean, you find out, like, they had their own supply of this of this skill stone, you know, because the glacier moved and they found their own quarry. So this could just keep going. So what do we think the relation is? Remember when the forged ones were all going to buck and we thought it was because of the skill of the skill of the skill. Uh, I think you can tag that as unresolved. But they do seem like they are following the orders of the Raiders because the ones that were walking around in Buckkeep Town remains. They said the raiders were just like you know, walking around with them. Yeah, we're like they were like trained somehow. Well, but how like, how many? How come none of the main characters are getting forged? I don't. Like, how come it's well, just NPCs? I don't. I mean, Ver- Verity said, "I think I know how a forged person feels because I've put myself into the dragon." Yeah, and he kind of forges himself. Yeah, right, but. Like, I mean, a lot of people got forged by based on proximity to well, the no, live but ships, the, you know? Fitz, Fitz doesn't. No, not live ships, Joey. I don't live know. Ships, no, dragons. dragons, dragons. They're not ships. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. Uh, no, because Fitz, Fitz does say like that. He'd like look up and then blink, and they'd be, you know, half a mile away because he was experiencing that. Ah, uh, so when- so wait. When the raiders were picking up people and forging them, they were just yep. taking them on the ship, rubbing them up against the rock. Rubbing them and then dropping. Again, again, unresolved. It's like catch, neuter, and release. I have a theory. Um, because the, that white ship had a skilled person on it, right? Um, it seems like there is something having to yeah. do yeah. with this. And Verity skill. was able to take Fitz's feelings and just pull them away from him and stick them in the dragon. So it sounds like mm-hmm. that could be what's going on. True. Um, so, yeah, I do have a couple notes. Uh, so, again, um, you know, we end with this kind of idea of like a wheel of retribution and vengeance. We have an explanation for the cyclical nature of the war between the Out Islanders and the Six Duchies while tying in the Mountain Kingdoms and the use of the dragons and, like, how memories aren't around, stolen, nobody has, like, you know, knows what a dragon looks like, uh, forged people, etc. But Keeble Rawbread forged his own people to wage this war, so that doesn't seem like that's a simple revenge story to me. We don't know exactly how people are forged. Possibly the skill is involved. Um, and the Out Islanders have their own source of skill stone, but where does the skill stone come from? Just, How does the portal work? I thought it was a glacier that moved. Yeah, it came. It arrived on an iceberg. Yeah, but wh- how? Magic. Is it rock? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, how how does the portal skill thing volcano. work? Why do skill stones have so many uses? Like where the raw form appears to suck your life away, but you can also make a road out of it, or a building, or a table. 
I don't just know. Just need to put people in it. That's all, and you're good. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, those are all questions that aren't really answered at the end of this trilogy that will hopefully be answered in following books. Uh, where did the fool go? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, where did the fool go? Where did the fool go? Uh, hi, well, there's other things I want to talk about the fool. Yeah, I know. Let's, I forgot to put that in the story. Uh, yeah, can we talk let's... about the kiss? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's talk about the kiss. Smoochies! What do you got? got? Smoochies. <laughs> very excited about this. Well, you know, in European countries, it's very common for people to kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. So maybe the fool is just from Europe. I don't think... <laughs> is that still a thing, though? Like, do they still, like, if you go to France, are people just, like, are dudes just, We're like... We're gonna get emails from all of our European I, I would like to like... know. I would like those emails. If I'm in France, should I, like, be kissing, like, like a dude's lips? If you'd like to, <laughs> I mean, like I to. occasionally kiss friends on <laughs> the lips, hi. like a quick, like you know, my my lovey dearies. But like, is that how you think that that kiss was described? No, my lips have so not much. been on anybody else's face. I don't know. It was hard to gauge the passion. Right, he embraced me almost convulsively yeah. and shocked me when he kissed my mouth. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I just I think I need just a few more descriptors to really know where I land on it. Yeah, if it seems to describe <laughs> gazing into his topaz eyes or something. <laughs> I think we need another kiss. <laughs> Again. Ashley, Ashley, who are you kissing? What are you, don't you ever, what? like, I, it's like the same as, like, my mom when I see her. I kiss my mom on the lips. I've never kissed, I, maybe I've got too much German in my family, but, like, we give, <laughs> we give each other an awkward hug and that's it. I get a side hug from my dad. That's the best he can do. A side hug? You don't even get a front hug? No, yeah, just a side <laughs> hug. It's like I'm going you know, in for a double, and I'm like, I'm like giving the side you're hug. You're supposed to hug somebody for six seconds to get the benefits of a hug. Like it really, like scientifically improves you if you get a hug, but it needs to be six seconds long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Next time I see my dad, I'm gonna hug him like he's never seen. Six seconds. From the front. It's going to be Maybe wild. All right, let's do our every episode prompt. So Friends in High Places, character introductions and exits. We have Verity flying high. Mm-hmm. Salt's Coterie Girl and a Dragon. Uh, Will and Girl dead. Yeah. Uh, and did anybody gone. clock what happened to the Jeppas? Yeah. I don't know. Like Maybe they got pooched by a dragon. Or Night Eyes. Oh, poor Jeffers. I know, I think <laughs> Night Eyes oh, It's why it's left out, because Night Eyes like, what? What Jeffers? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, skills acquired. Uh, many skills were acquired. Night Eyes and Catrican are DMing. He was so uh, excited. Yeah, he was super proud of himself. It's almost like he was like, I would totally ditch you for Catrican if, if yeah. you just say the word, Fitz. Um, also... She's competent. <laughs> she she can get birds. <laughs> Fitz learns how to have casual sex. Mm-hmm. He had sex with Starling, and they did not get married. You guys, that yeah, is true. not very sex. He did not. There was no wharf situation. There. Yeah, he grew. He's grown beyond his wharf <laughs> instincts. Uh, taking your wolf through a skill stone or other people who can't skill. That seems to be that would be useful. Uh, waking up stone dragons and possibly ordering them about. Yeah. I will say it did say that the stone dragons only killed the raiders and not any of the Sixachis people. So that's nice. 
That's yeah. yeah. Like the people let their little babies out <laughs> into the fields to like hang out with them and have picnics around them and get forged. Yeah, like, how can they not get forged? I don't... Maybe if they're full that day. Well, I mean... Maybe only... It definitely definitely talks about the dragons flying over the Ad Islands, like, many times. Not just, like, you know... With the intention of feeding. I think it comes from their bellies, and it's kind of like a Care Bear situation. (laughs) A what? Like, they... They skill blast from their tummies, and it's just like a like a like a UFO laser beam that's just kind of like oh my them god, them like that. Oh my god! All right. Anyway, small ferret, small ferret. Uh, sorry, I navigated away when I was doing it. That's animal assist. So uh, animal assist. Uh, the obviously the best animal assist goes to small ferret. I knew I liked that guy the first hero. time I met him. I was so happy when you were like you predicted it, Ashley. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't. What did you, you did. say? You said you said watch small ferret's gonna come back and be the one that kills Regal. What? Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of told us that he was going to. In all fairness, <laughs> I mean, he said he was gonna try. <laughs> he did. He was like, I'm, I'm here for this. This is only. I was like life. audibly excited when I read this alone in my home. I was like, yes, <laughs> kill him, very kill this small fucker. Ferret. We're all getting our small ferret tattoos yeah, next week. Uh, <laughs> Do I have Night Eyes, obviously, <laughs> continued animal Yeah, is that who's really on the logo, Danny? <laughs> yes. <laughs> change. We're not changing it. Slink. We have to remember Slink. He worked hard for us. We love Slink, but still. Okay, cool, cool, <laughs> Slink wasn't murdering bad guys, but whatever. <laughs> yup. Uh, you don't know that, Was, Shane. was, was Slink Shane. a ferret? He was a weasel. A weasel. Yeah. Smaller, How do you tell the difference? Very, much, they're very much smaller. Look, he was the official taste tester, so they didn't get poisoned. <laughs> he was doing his job. Weasels are, I think, aren't they only like maybe 70, 80 centimeters? I, I'm like, I, I don't even use centimeters, so I can't help you. <laughs> I don't, Can I don't, you convert that to inches for me, no, please? No, I don't. I can't. Sorry. That's what we got. Is that like the size of a keyboard? I'm looking uh, at a keyboard. I don't think weasels are keyboard sized. <laughs> I think they're smaller. Oh, that's frightening. I don't like that. Okay. They're small. Uh, they're tiny. Oh, uh, we'll look it up later. Wolves. Wolves are big. <laughs> Listeners, please write in about the sizes of Alyssa's the weasels. Waiting. <laughs> in centimeters. Uh, and converted. Okay, so Night Eyes obviously continues this to This is get an international great... podcast. They all use centimeters, okay? I'm just trying here. <laughs> Night Eyes is getting another Animal Assist Award. Damn it. Yeah, he did a lot. Awesome. He worked really hard in this section. He did. He, he was running, he was people. killing. He, he was hurting people. dragons. Yeah, he 31 inches. That's 80 centimeters. <laughs> Wait, what? 31 inches. 31 inches is tall. That's, that's like almost three feet. Yeah, that's substantial. <laughs> That's a leg. That sounds bigger than <laughs> a I don't know. I may, I... That sounds way bigger than a ferret. <laughs> They're hobbit size. That's massive. <laughs> I'm, Wait, I... a weasel is that big? Yeah, ferrets are definitely smaller than a weasel. What? No. <laughs> Based on that. No. No. All right, somebody Google Uh-oh. that, please. Uh, can we also talk about, do stone dragons go in our animal assist section? I don't know. I'm going to go do. No. No? Where, where it's firmly on that they are not animals. No, because they turned thing. to stone. Like they're, seven um, and a half to, to and 18 people inches. And they're magic, yeah. 
are weasels. Okay, ferrets are those are weasels. That's a wide range. Oh, who came up with thirty-one inches? Eli. Eli, I, I, where did you get? I com- just converted eighty centimeters. Oh, you converted my shitty oh, measurement. I thought you looked up how big. No, <laughs> my shitty measurement. I'm and not. I don't use. I, I'm an engineer, not a biologist. I just converted number. <laughs> Ferrets are okay, 18 so to 24. Ferrets are a little so bigger. Ferrets are a little bigger. bit bigger I'm, than a weasel. I'm right, glad okay. that's true. Ferrets also have glands that can make them very smelly like a skunk. Mustelines. Yeah, they're gross. Anyway, the fool. <laughs> anyway, the fool. So this is where I wanted to talk about the kiss. I love the kiss. I want to see this illustrated in the edition. I don't know if it will be. It better be. But maybe I want that look. Maybe I want the dragons over, coming down. Over Christmas in the, break. But without the convulsive the hug. The kiss. I don't think surprise. I'll draw dragons because that's a lot to draw. That's like a that's it. an involved scene. That's a very busy it. composition. Mine would that, just be like not even created yet. He's the like too busy. And then like there's like a there's like a leg of a dragon flying away. Uh, <laughs> well, like I don't I don't know. I just feel like this is like this was their last moment together. Like we they like the fool ran off, fought a war, left, disappeared. Fitz went walkabout. That's it. That's their memory. That's their last memory is this goodbye kiss. Oh, it's, it's, it seemed true. nice. It seemed sweet and pleasant. It's yeah. nice. Where is the fool going, though? I don't know. We shall see. Uh, Fitz Misery the Bastard has a moment. So I put, yeah, sure, Verity, whatever you want, Verity. What the fuck, Verity? <laughs> That's uh, nasty, Verity. I guess I'm into it, Verity. I guess it goes under kind of bad decisions. <laughs> this is but- totally my kink, Verity. He wasn't really given all that much information, so that's really on Verity. Or a choice. <laughs> uh, putting the bad memories into Girl on that the Dragon. That was a total hissy fit for sure. That was weird. I think if Night Eye says it's bad, then you shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> he was just overwhelmed with everything that had just happened and everything that he had just learned, and he's just you know having a tantrum. Like I'm just gonna get rid of it. Well, and his body was currently being used by another person at the moment. Yeah. And- we also, he was like, can I do this? I can do this. I, should I do this? We also got no- another lovely description from Robin Hobb about, like, aging bodies, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> geriatric. How do we feel about Starling? Is your next point. I like the version of Starling that we get in the last chapter. Where she's just, like... Traveling, coming to hang out, bringing some things, having some sexy times, and then peacing out and doing her own thing. Here's a random child. Like, I found a child. I really hated the addition of the child. Of I like. I don't understand why that was added. I don't think it brought anything to the story. I think Fitz and Night Eyes could have been just as happy alone as they could have been without this fucking kid rolling around. I don't know. I, I thought that was just he like hunted a for addition. them. Say it again. He hunted for them. He hunts for them. Yes. Fitz can't do things I, on his own anyway. I, I'm also, Hap. I feel you. I, I like Hap, uh, but I, I like, because I like the juxtaposition of like Shade and Fitz, and then we have Fitz in, the, in this this other character. Yeah. And like, but I think that's kind of part like, of what I don't like about it is because Fitz didn't like that. We I don't know. We just heard him kind of complain about being under Shade. And I don't know that like Fitz is treating him like a. Well, he's not training him to be an assassin, right. so that's like step one. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but also, like you know, he he did lose in this course of the story two children that are not you know, and that he he seemed my, at least mildly excited about the one. 
So maybe Hap is his second chance or I don't know. I think it's perfectly fine to age gracefully with your wolf in the woods without a kid. But it seemed like it was pushing an agenda. Maybe I'm just sensitive because I have no kids. <laughs> Which, by the way, he's and you like, don't want one dropped off on your door. He's like what, like twenty, twenty five, twenty six at this point. I know, and he's such an old. And he's man. like, he's like oh, my body is. I know. Like, we were expe- I was expecting to be like a hundred years old, and he's like, no, it's been six years. I can't move. Six years. <laughs> Jesus, stop taking the elf park. Yeah, maybe. Why is he into the elf park again? What is he doing? Because he's lonely when he skills and nobody skills back to him. So then he's just numbing it entirely. Because yeah, maybe he does need the kid. Because I mean, he (laughs) does still seem kind of lonely. He needs a distraction, and he needs someone to live for. Although he's living for night eyes. But if they're both dreaming of carving a dragon, then that's not good. Yeah. The the hap does seem. To me, unless, like, so when I read it, my immediate thought was, oh, it's Starling's kid, but, oh, but Starling can't have kids. So it's, like, right. just, it, I don't, it, that's the way the way it made sense to me, is that, like, oh, the, the minstrel wants to bring this kid that is hers so she can continue being a minstrel. Um, but I don't, it's, yeah, it doesn't it's really make kid. sense. The fa- he's a foundling. He's the Mando. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is. Um, do, do, do. All right. What made you cry? We, we kind of put the... Um, I didn't like the part where he admitted that he and Night Eyes have dreamed of carving their own dragon because that seemed like a horrific thing to witness Verity doing, and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. It's pretty dark. Yeah, it's like Frodo going into the, you know, going into the West. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're too young. What are you doing? Get a life. So it was, well, the skill is just like a, an accumulation of all these souls? Is that what it is? Is it? What, like the skill river? Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, it, like, it wants you to, like, join it and, like, lose yourself Oh, forever. so it's like heaven. Life is it like? Ew, is it like? Are you like harnessing the power of all the dead? It's I live stream. Oh God! So th- are we talking about necromancy? <laughs> I don't no, know. It's live stream. Are these necromancers? I'm just like spitballing here. I don't, I don't know. know. That's an interesting. It's interesting. I thought it was just magic. Like skill is like light. Well, I guess if if magic is also like your life force, if it's created by, if it's like the force, mm-hmm. right? Live stream. Weird, you. Or a life stream. But then why wouldn't everybody I guess that, have it? Why is it such so elite? Yeah. Midi chlorians. Oh. <laughs> you just got to be tuned the right way to tap into it. Maybe. Uh, anything else about the our regular section? Uh, Joey did fit suck. No. This so was, I want to I want to go back confident. and kind of just hit on a couple things since we're ending with the trilogy. I I kind of put like what are the themes of the Farseer trilogy? Uh, I think and I think the first the first theme is obviously sacrifice. Right. 
Um, I also put parenthood, (laughs) which if it is an agenda, makes sense that half is there at the end. Um, Do you really think that's a thing? I guess. I mean, it is. I know. Well, think about it. He's an orphan. I I said it, and And then I immediately took it back. (laughs) 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 Yes. Um, family parenthood, uh, love versus sex, and found family. Any other themes from anybody else? No. Hmm. No, I think that covers it. Life is a circle. <laughs> Addiction. Addiction. That's yeah. good. Thank you, Eli. That's a bitch. I will say, I was like, so we're getting to, towards the end. I'm like, there's two chapters left. Like, when the fuck am I going to figure out what happened to the forged people? Like, I was a little annoyed at what we yeah. were told about what it was and where the what what was happening. I'm like, this that's it. That's a multi trilogy problem. Well, yeah, possibly, but also like, you know, you guys are new readers. You've read the first three books. If there are, you know, we know that there are more books and we're going to read them, but like, what do you want from the sequels? Like, answers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't, I honestly, like, I don't even know what's coming up. I haven't even read like back of the book synopses of any of the future books. So I don't know where it's going to go or what's going to happen or how much is like being built upon directly what happened in these books what's tangential so i'm just i'm gonna take it for what it is kind of person i'm not gonna predict a whole bunch i would unless like small ferret killing eagle say again i said unless it's small ferret killing eagle yeah small ferret forever we need a trilogy just on small ferret and all his kills small ferret but i mean i do i I was disappointed with what i was given about the raids and the forging and obviously like we got some snippets of like white ships but before it seemed like there was going to be so much more to it like definitely would like a more robust picture of all of that all right well if that is it (laughs) Uh, the reminder is that our next reading section, uh, first up, we're, we will be taking a break because we desperately yes, need it. A break. Um, so we're going to take uh, the rest of the year off. We'll probably be back. We're going to take a month off, basically. So we'll be back in the new year, uh, well into the new year, end of January, beginning of February. I'll post the schedule when we have it. Uh, but we will be reading the Live Ship Trader books next. Thanks for listening. Uh, yep. Uh, and spoiler, Joey's not going to be on the live ship books. Uh, so that's so... not a spoiler. That's just something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back eventually, but not, not for this one. Uh, so if my new readers who are now no longer new readers could sign out first. All right. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram at ladybird Parker. I'm Joey. Uh, you can find me at powerkid.exe on Instagram. And um, hi, Alyssa. Bye, Alyssa. <laughs> she will be. And, and listen, it'll make sense once you edit it. All right. <laughs> Magic of editing. Uh, I'm Rachel. Uh, if This has been Bucky Bradio. You can find us at Bucky Bradio on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. And you can email us at buckybradio at gmail.com. You can find me at Darth Rachel on Twitter and Darth underscore Rachel on Instagram. I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram. 
I'm Jenny, and you can find me at Faces Fray on Instagram. Okay, on to spoiler section. The water. Just the water. Just the bits with the water. (laughs) Only the water. (laughs) If they're on land, I'm out. (laughs) Can I just say that I really liked before when we were talking about dragons and ships and how you said that the dragons and ships were different things. I what you know, I'm cutting all that out. I can't actually just to remain unspoiled, okay? Jesus. So many people send us emails where they're like, blah 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 happened in the rain wilds and I'm like, I we haven't fucking read those books yet. I'm clearly not gonna talk like I have read them on the episode where we haven't read them. Also I haven't read them. <laughs> they were the okay. first ones I read. I'm all out of whack. Oh, really? Yeah, I started with the Rain Wilds. How weird. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, I'm a library professional. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Spoiler Section. And we are joined by Alyssa, who's going to be one of our hosts on the Live Ship Traders section. So hi, Alyssa. Hi. Thought it would be appropriate to include Alyssa since our spoilers were probably going to be delving into into those things worms and for all the people who have been wanting us to read the rain wilds books Alyssa is the only one of us who has read all of them i'm the only one yeah yeah oh you are the most spoiled (laughs) it'll just be me (laughs) at the end of the next bits in the full trilogy (laughs) talking about the rain wilds so we just finished the farseer trilogy our next next up is obviously the boat books as i call them and I have, I have a, like, we have a lot of questions because so much is left unfin, you know, unresolved at the end of the Farseer, the Farseer books. But I have read these, the live ship books. Alyssa has read them. I have not. Jenny and Eli, you have not. No. You have been spoiled a little bit. Because we read the last trilogy. Right. right. So, you know, you've, you've met some of our major players. I know what the ships are. You know what the ships are. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you know who Amber is and everything, which is, that's... Crucial. That's crucial. Um, so, you know, the question then at the end of the Farsi books is, where did the fool go? Where is the fool? Well, this is this is where the fool went. And I just love that line that Fitz is like, I, I hope that he's out there somewhere wearing an earring, <laughs> <laughs> making amazing puppets. I'm like, oh, it's all true. <laughs> Uh, making a big old Fitz puppet. The live ship that mm. looks like Fitz. It looks like Fitz. <laughs> the world's <laughs> largest puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until like I mean obviously I haven't read these books, but I can't wait until Ashley realizes that <laughs> it's a the fool and b that he's carving Fitz. It's pretty. It's pretty explicit. You know, the far the these books, the live ship books, are the books that people are the most excited for us to read. Like overwhelmingly, based on on listener feedback, these are everyone's. Well, I think it's books. like every email you share with us is, "Hey, I can't wait for you to read live yeah. ship." Which is hilarious to me because I never had any any interest in them at all. Because I was like, "Well, Fitz isn't in them. I don't care." 
the people love boats. What do you have against boats, Rachel? Yeah, yeah. she loves ships. <laughs> it's all about the ships. <laughs> I'm and I'm trying if to. Figure this out was our other podcast. It would be all ships all the all time. All ships all the time. <laughs> but what what about these books? Like, why do people like them so much? I don't want to say more because that implies, but they do. They like them more. This is it. This is the trilogy. Is it four? Which which one is four books? Rand okay. Wilds is four books. Or five yeah. books. I, four. I, I personally think it's because we've got some female main like protagonists point of views. We get to go around. I think the magic is a little bit more flashy in these books, maybe. I don't know. Melissa, do you think? The magic is flashy, talking boats. Uh yeah, it's yeah, the women that do it for me. Yeah, I think that helps that, you know, I mean, I don't know, Fitz is, he's, he's charming though. He's just a dumb (laughs) dummy. Not everyone. (laughs) I'm furious with him all of the time. I can only deal with that so much. It's part of his charm. It's okay. I'll be the resident dummy for this one. If you don't want to throw the book across the room while you're reading Fitz, Fitz's POV, then like, what's the point? (laughs) I think it will be a nice break. Again, like when I read these books, I skipped these because I was like, I was under the impression that Fitz and the Fool were not in them. So I was like, you know, pass, hard pass and went straight to Tawny Man, which ruined me. Like no one says that the Tawny Man trilogy is their favorite. And it's very, it's, yeah, <laughs> I have it's to wrap. But I think it might be my favorite. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely my favorite. I will, you know... Not that I didn't like it, I just, I will give it, an, you know, another shot with this rereading. Maybe I'll appreciate the hiding in the walls more. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't know, Alyssa, I was not a Golden Fool fan because he does nothing but hide in the walls. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Why am I reading this? <laughs> Golden Fool is one of the most painful books for me. That was the book I put down and had to scream at and walk away. <laughs> See, my, my I want to, like, murder Fitz because he's a moron was the, the first one in the last trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because oh, that, that was tough. That was rough. Just by the time he gets to Winterfest and is walking around being yeah. like, hmm, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that one was super rough, for sure. Uh, so what do you, do you have, you guys have any spoilers that you wanted to talk about from Assassin's Quest that would bleed into our new... Our new section. I think it's interesting that we have more sort of, well, they're not inanimate objects because they're live ships, but more things that turn into dragons is interesting. Right. So I I think what I'm hinting at is like this, uh, this whole idea that there is like a life cycle to like the dragon life cycle. And even when you're reading like Tawny Man and everything and you learn and you go to the out islands and you, and you encounter you know, the actual forging stones and Keeble raw bread and all that stuff. You don't really get it until you read live ship and, you know, and understand that like all of this stuff is kind of like a byproduct of like dragons, like all this magic. Yeah. I was deeply confused starting with rain wilds, going back and being like stone <laughs> dragons. Okay. And then heading into live ship traders where there's the explanation of the life cycle. I'm like, ah, this still barely yeah. makes sense, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it barely makes sense. And it's funny because, like, I am not interested at all in the life cycle. I'm like, this is gross. It's so disgusting. 
I don't like this thing. We're spending so much time. So I'm clear I'm clear on uh, the like wormwood or whatever, the dragon dragon wood. Whatever. Um but yeah. I guess I'll never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're our our eyes are going to be opened, Eli, and I'm not sure that we want them to be Yeah. <laughs> I'm not but I'm not clear about the stone. Like I don't I don't recall learning that. Well, yeah, I haven't read Rainwilds. Is there a, is there a clear explanation for which the the skill stone? No, there's just no. here's dragons and here's what they're up to, and they're really shitty dragons, but so <laughs> they're shitty. trying to live. <laughs> and then so yeah, shitty. so I was there's no explanation. I was pretty confused. Um, so I, my theory is that it's like petroleum, like it's the byproduct of like. Mm. fossilized dragony bits i guess finite resource kind of thing because it's only in like specific places that they find it so that's what i that's what yeah it just feels like everything else is connected to the dragon somehow so the skill stone has to like right, it, it can't right. be just this random stone that's not connected plausible yeah all right well then the spoilers abound I don't know. I don't want to like go through. We're going to do like a mini episode that introduces the live ship books. But in terms of of what we've learned about Fitz, it's kind of interesting because it's just like a throwaway line at the end where it's like, oh yeah, I spent six years. I went to Bingtown. I walked down the Rain River. Like, here's the other places you're going to go. It sucked. I came back. <laughs> I think that's also maybe one one of the reasons that people really like Live Ship is because there's like like genuinely happy people in it, like <laughs> and like romance and adventure on the high seas. And, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it's it's much more clear cut than just like the wallowing that it, it's. I feel so bad saying that, but it's true. Like I love these books, but it's a big sad fest of you know the the horrible like reality of aging and <laughs> and birth <laughs> and birth <laughs> and, like, you know like it's like yeah I mean is, I don't think there's a single person that's ever happy in the Fitz books other than like you know Shade once he's out of the walls for a bit <laughs> he's, he's having a good time but but even then it's and, like well here's fourteen pages on like my knuckles were swollen <laughs> and I couldn't even hold the pen anymore as I continued to scroll this knowledge that I was desperately trying to leave behind before I died. It's like, well, Fitz, what So instead, you? we dream of carving our dragon. And you're like 27. Like, <laughs> what happened to you? Well, he only makes it to like 60-something. Is he? Oh, right. I always forget because I because he looks hot all the way yeah, through. Yeah, because he, he looks still like looks forever. like he's forty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. He didn't get that old. What an injustice! No. Just as carpal tunnel, he'll get over. <laughs> <laughs> he made it longer than Verity before he carved his dragon. So when are we going to cosplay live ships? And which live ship do you want to cosplay? I've already started working on my live ship costume. I'm going to be the one that's just eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking bare breasts with like a boat off the back like a centaur. I'll just put my Fitz costume back on and just be uh, 
What's his face? Wait, what? Paragon. <laughs> oh, par- no, that's the whole point. Paragon is special. <laughs> Pre- pre-makeover Paragon or post-makeover Paragon? Just just fits with a boat. Ah. You could just attach a very small boat to the back of, of your exactly. costume. Exactly. Stupid. <laughs> well, uh, I think if we are done, do you have any any other thoughts, uh, Jenny and Eli, about the book itself? That we just finished. Um, I'm going over. We did talk about. I don't know if Alyssa, if you have any thoughts about the kiss. I'm just into <laughs> it. I want it to be illustrated in many. I'll I'll think about it. Yes, illustrated. I'm I'm Put it uh, on paper. I'm interested to learn more about um, how real dragons are similar and different from stone dragon do they feed the same way yeah. do, like <laughs> they just drink skill right I, that's what that's what the dragon was doing in Fitz's vision yeah yeah that's all I know about dragons well that and like everything in the last trilogy Maybe Live Ship is people's favorite trilogy because Fitz doesn't suck in any of them. <laughs> he was doing cool stuff in this you last know, chapter. Right? He, he What, writing and he, burning things? He killed things? a bunch of people and he had sex. and His body had sex? His body had sex. He had sex too, right after. I know. That, that says things about Fitz. You know? No break. <laughs> Just do whatever. I, I, you know, it is kind of weird because, like, it's weird that they call them dragons at all. Like, I wonder, like, if, if, like, Hob got to this point was like, yeah, I made dragons. But then was, like, got all these other ideas about, like, dragons as, like, biological creatures. And was like, wait, I didn't make those. I made dragons out of stones that are basically just conglomerations of people. Like, how do I, how do I show regular dragons? And so she had to write a whole new like area of the map what really, do dragons think of stone to dragons that. furniture <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably accurate yeah. considering all the any time that I've heard dragons dragons talk are jerks any of the other books. <laughs> they're kind of dicks oh yeah, yeah they are kind of hate them. That's why I never read the Rainwild books, because I was like, I don't want... No, thanks. <laughs> it's like, dragons suck. <laughs> like, write more about, like, the old blood or something. Dragons are the old blood. Where's our, where's our trilogy starring Black Rolf? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm going to end us then if we've got nothing else. Thanks for reading the Farseer trilogy with me, everybody. And I cannot wait to start the live ship books. Mm. And we get to hear Alyssa's take on all of that. She'll be our new I'm excited voice. to be a it's new gonna reader. It's going to be something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And Alyssa will feel the pressure. <laughs> She'll get all, you'll get all the emails. Oh, I can't wait. I love yeah. emails. You get to try not to spoil us. <laughs> That's going to be hard. No one is as bad as me. Don't worry. <laughs> 
Okay, then I will talk to everybody uh, soon when we do our introductory episode for tri- Live Ship, and then uh, I think we're going to be back like uh, the beginning of February. That'll be our first episode. Amazing! I can't wait. Yeah, we'll have, we'll do. Oh, um, if you guys could carve a dragon, what shape would it be? Mm, a small ferret. <laughs> <laughs> if it's real small, do you have to okay, put the do whole? Do you have to die for it? <laughs> Just lop off a limb. Put that. In. I put my skill arm into it. Now it's fine. <laughs> um, All your baby teeth. <laughs> your chiclet teeth. Mm. I don't know. Just as many eyes as possible. <laughs> eyes all over that dragon. It would just look like a ship. <laughs> a ship with wings. The live ship traders. <laughs> That's it. That's the book. That's the book. I don't know. I think I think I'd want to be like You can make a cat dragon. Make a cat dragon. Can a dragon can a stone dragon wit bond? You could probably do that. Why not? You just wake it up every time. <laughs> like every morning, you just wake it up. Little blood, little wit. <laughs> Let's go feed up people's souls today. <laughs> Why not? I think that could work. I would pick. I would pick something really useless. You know, like can I make a sloth dragon? Yeah, like a sloth. <laughs> I like the idea of like a big worm because it's like really scary, but like you could run away from it. <laughs> it's just right. But with wings. <laughs> it's, it's just, it can like hump after you. But... Inchworms. It's gotta have wings. Does Wait, it? Does, 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 not, does the wolf dragon have wings? I don't think so. That's why I'm saying I don't the think The wolf dragon is just wandering around <laughs> like on the side of the road after them, right? <laughs> That's a thing, right? No, I don't think it has wings. That would be weird. I can't remember. I think it just I think it's a just a big wolf. <laughs> and it just like lives in the woods and follows around and follows her around. And keeps yeah, does it does it ever go go to sleep or is it just always like wandering around? <laughs> it's smaller. It can stay awake for longer periods of does time. Does it have to eat souls? I think so. Little ones. Por- porcupines. Just porcupines. Only <laughs> yeah, porcupines. Just porcupines. <laughs> Oh, I watched, Joey was watching a video of this, like, disabled porcupine. He's, like, a famous YouTube porcupine. Oh, and he, like, they make the cutest little noises. Oh, Have you ever heard Like them? the one eating the pumpkin? Yeah. yeah. They're so cute. I was like, oh, my God, Dine-Eyes is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Like, the little, no- it's like a, like, video game noises. They sound like little, like, game gears. <laughs> like. It's a weird noise for like an animal to be making. It sounds very electronic, but cute. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>